This is an experimentation of offspring. I'm hoping that they will become more independent in thought. I, I am really, I'm really happy for you both. This is so lovely. I'm, I'm, I'm real happy for you. And Neelith's gonna try and bring them both in, uh, bring, bring, and Neelith's gonna try and bring them into a hug. I don't necessarily want to just give you all, like, uh, tell you what to do. Like, you know, I may be your boss, but I'm still, like, your friend, too. So, um... <laughs> What do we think? Maybe is the Kitsune around? If the motivation of the good of the village of Grendel is uh, in is Ka- shared is yeah. in Cat's sights, if it's not just about Cat, like doing this for themselves, if it is genuinely for the village, <laughs> then yes, the the Egregore will sp- will sprout beautiful uh, braids. Oh, then tragic news for Cat. <laughs> They're no! entirely fixated on this as like a thing for themselves. And you look at your own face. And it's just a goblin. You just have a goblin's face. Green, oh, big ears. Oh, no. Sharp teeth. Knowledge and biomass? Both? Thank you. You can just throw it into my mouth. Uh, and you see uh, Mold like turns to face you because uh, it's kind of hunched over trying to jam slime inside of the good neighbor uh, that they stole. And now this the full frost giant body really hits you. It's more like a, a, a xenomorph, mouth mouth. You know what I'm mouth, saying? Mouth mouth, yeah, it's mouth a, mouth, yeah. It's a mouth mouth situation. I want to be stronger so I can protect the weak. Tell me what I have to do. Have you heard of qualified immunity? It means you can never get in trouble. Um. Nothing can stand in the way of justice. I need something from you while they are away. Go to the other villagers who have joined the community during the winter. I need their star signs. I think that Cat would turn to Slime Moon Stars and go, Mothers, I am having a neurochemical. I thought of mm, time heist, and it felt a kind of good. Go on. Mm. I like time, and I like heist. A kind of good. I'm convinced. Let's go. Like when something is really cool. So if you were a really niche ghost, what kind of ghost would you be? I'd, I'd be the ghost of butt touches. Just float around doing ethereal butt touches from another plane plane of reality. That's a very broad ghost. I'm sorry, bud. I gotta veto this one incredibly broad. No, is that not niche enough? That's not, well, what? Touching butts? That's a thing everybody does. <laughs> yeah, but not every ghost does. When did right. you last remember a ghost okay, touching your butt? Okay, there's a gap in the market of ghosts. I'm sorry. It doesn't mean it's a niche. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I think that's my niche. I think in the living world, I have established my niche such that when I am a ghost, I get to be the butt-touching ghost. <laughs> Ooh, I wrote the book on butts. <laughs> I'm the ghost of big dogs. Only the biggest dogs. If you're if you're a regular-sized dog, Dang. fuck out of here. Small dogs, not don't even think about it. You're going to get to meet Clifford in hell. 
Is this niche enough? I'll be the ghost of weighted blankets. That's pretty good. Wow. I'll, oh, I'll just okay. come find people who are huddled up under weighted blankets and just make sort of soothing wind noises near them. That's You're already spooky to me because I'm under a weighted blanket right now. Ooh. Oh no. How did she know? Hmm. I would say that I, I I would be the ghost of lemon zest, specifically <gasps> lemon zest. That's nice. I like that a lot. I think that's niche enough to qualify my niche thing. Yeah, I, I dig it. Okay, no, it's not lemon rind, not lemon peel, oh, not the lemon nice. juice, not the whole lemon, only zest. What nice. kind of niche ghost would you be? I think I'd be the the ghost of when people write turn to page one one two and then you turn to page one one two and then it says turn to page sixty nine and you turn to page sixty nine and then it says turn to page seventy five and you turn to page sixty two and like this throughout a whole textbook for ages and then there's like a picture of a cock and balls at the end. <laughs> I'd be the ghost of that. <laughs> That exact oh, thing. That's a pretty good niche that ghost. Got more I, niche as I, it was going. Yeah, I definitely did need to get more niche, huh? I, you, I was You yeah. finally turned to that last page with the cock and balls on it. And then like, you know, <laughs> the kind of it's the it's the horror shot where it's like side on and the person's face is like like lowered down to be looking at the textbook. So when they when they when they sit up, straighten up, right, I'm there. That's the okay, jump scare. Okay, okay, I've got my niche ghost. Okay. Um I am I am the ghost of that feeling. When you've not actually forgotten something, but you feel like you've forgotten something. Oh. You've been so busy with planning and organizing and having things you needed to remember that now that you don't have anything to remember, you're like, I feel like I'm forgetting something. That is spooky. That's a good spooky ghost. We need to exercise Laura immediately. <laughs> we need to get out of this plane. <laughs> uh, see, here's the thing. You'll try and exercise me, but then you'll forget to do it. Or will you? You know who won't forget? Ghostbusters. Oh shit. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I like the idea of people being like something I, something's nagging at me. I feel like there's something but I just can't put my finger on it and you're looking at them from across the room just kind of shrug. Like, yeah. Reach, <laughs> reaching for their butt. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can touch butts while be that as well though. That's the I'll, yeah. I'll be there like they'll be like I I've, I've forgotten something. I've forgotten something. Maybe I haven't forgotten anything. I'll be on the other side of the room like, yeah, you did. Just keep thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're haunting every person with ADHD 24 7. <laughs> oh that's no. The thing. If I have to live with it, I can inflict it on others at least. <laughs> so, this might be weird for the audience. Why are we talking about this? Listen, these couple of episodes are going to be weird. We're recording two in a row and then we're missing a week because uh, there's a train ceremony happening. I'm getting married on a train and there's someone on my wedding guest list called Tim and I don't know who Tim is and I think Tim might be a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that is the backstory. But yeah, it's, so it's a weird... It, for you, everything's gonna be fine. One episode a week like it always is. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but that's why Tim, we have this energy. I'll, I'm just calling this right now. Tim is either a season 9 NPC or a season 10 antagonist. That's just, just calling nice. it right now. Mm-hmm. That fits. Tim the train ghost. Today might be alright, but I feel like the next week's episode people are going to hear is going to be the weird one. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I think these are going to end up being about three or four episodes that are going to be talked about for several more seasons. Because people are just going to be like, remember when they all had that really weird energy? <laughs> yes. Remember when Laura got married and then she came back as a ghost? <laughs> it was a whole thing. <laughs> 
Who who'd have thought a a free all expenses paid wedding in a venue that was connected to my special interest was secretly a trap? But yeah, this is like day one ghost shit. You didn't win a contest. You're yeah. getting Luigi's Mansion. Come on. I am getting Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> I won a mansion that I didn't enter the competition for, and they're gonna lock me in a painting. <laughs> all right. So you might not have heard the voice of Mari. She's on her way. I believe she's fighting the Chicago Police Department hand to hand. Yeah. Right she told us you have to shoot at them to get them. Mm-hmm. Leave. Yeah, it's basically the raid redemption <laughs> on the way to her apartment. So while we're, wow. we're waiting for that, let's check in with Nobi, uh, who is leading a line. Oh, of- that little scamp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he is. He's a scamp. Uh, he's leading a line of tum-tums across the village to Aze's house. And when you get there, uh, I think we need Skitch to refresh us on the terrain of this situation because you brought it up before, but I need to get in the headspace of this imagery. So hit, hit me with your best shot. Sure. So, yo, so let's, so I'm going to assume that nobody just sort of like, uh, doesn't even bother knocking. They just somehow open the front door and walk on in. Yeah. When they do so, the front of the establishment looks normal for a nerd like Aze. It has books, stacks of papers. Uh, There's a table off to your left with a little crystal ball in the middle. Seems set up for doing like sign reading stuff like he did when you ate those cards of his yep. uh, to the right there's like a drafting table and books and all that stuff and then there's this big curtain that spans the width of the room um mm-hmm. okay okay uh, if the curtain uh, well yeah i i think nobody would be like okay so he's into some stuff all right and would go over and pull stop pulling the curtain across Okay, as you pull the curtain across, what you see is very different. So, quick question. Has Nobi ever been to the world beyond the top of Mount Grendel? I don't think Nobi has been to the world beyond, I think. But he like he was born further up the mountain than the village, so he was... Sure. Like, he's, he, he's lived close to it, but not... Yeah. Sure. So, when you pull the curtain away, you see something very different instead of seeing the rest of the wooden interior of this house you see a lush but strangely colored clearing in the middle of some forest um with weirdly colored grass sky stars moving across the sky in rather quick fashion and there's an opening to a cave towards the back of the house um and all the while you could see drip uh, just clopping about, just having a great old time in this open little clearing in the middle of, well, what should be Ozzy's house. If I proceed into, like, this, well, what we know as the hallucinatory, hallucinatory terrain, um, it, wait, it's, so I guess the question about the spell is just, like, is it, like, VR, or is it, like, creating, like, an extra space? So, like, because it sounds like what you're describing is bigger than the house. Uh, it's not bigger than the house itself. It's just like, there's just a lot of details in this space. Sure, right. If you walk straight in, um, you will bump up against a table that is sort of masked slightly by the illusion, but it's still physically there because it doesn't actually replace the stuff. It just overlays it with the facade of this area that is a section of the new world beyond. Hmm. Um, but it's just simply an illusion that's just sort of creating that. And 
Drip has spent enough time in this area to kind of know where all the stuff is so he doesn't run into the furniture that's in the space. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess uh, Nobi's actually first port of call before he even, like, kind of examines things too closely uh, would be to say hi to Drip, um, who, from the sounds of things, he didn't notice until he drew the curtain back. So he'd be like, Oh, hey, hey, Drip, how's it going? Hey, sheep, what are you doing here? Oh, um, well, you see, I wanted to, um, get everybody presents. So I've been, um, trying to find out when everyone's birthdays are. Oh, I love presents. I'm thinking of something in blue. (laughs) Oh, well, I'll remember that for your present. When's your, uh, birthday? (laughs) Now, this is a thing I've been thinking about all week is animals and their conception of birthdays. I assume they don't have any idea what birthdays are. I look into my cat's eyes and I don't think it, <laughs> she knows what birthdays are. As half horse, Drip's birthday would be uh, the horse birthday, which was just a couple of days ago. All horses have the same birthday. <laughs> 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 is that so? <laughs> all horses have the same birthday. I thought, wait, I, at first I thought horses didn't exist, but now they all have the same birthday. Okay. It's I true. Mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you taught me about the great horse birthing day. <laughs> it's just, it's true. I saw this on social media and I pulled up an article now. I guess I'll put it in the chat. Do you want to explain to everyone, Sophie? The 1st of August is the standardized Horse birthday. That's when you celebrate all horses' birthdays, I guess. <laughs> all thoroughbreds? Oh no. That's yeah. That's a real thing. Well, because it's it's the just hats it's, in that picture. It's like it's a kind of animal that a lot of people have a relationship to that doesn't live in your house and you probably don't know the day the exact day it was born, or you may well not. But it's important for people to um you know people love to celebrate important animals in their lives' birthdays. So they're like Yeah, but like usually you pick like oh I don't know the animal's birthday, I'll pick the day I got it or something. You don't just go, what's what's the standard birthday? <laughs> what's the there's, default birthday? There's some calculation involved. Uh I've read this article as well. Yeah, there's some calculation involved to do with like when horses typically breed and stuff, but yeah, it's August first. Yeah, mark your calendars. People who have important horses in your lives, mark your calendars. That's that's when you need to be celebrating. <laughs> and more importantly, when you need to have a gift ready. That's right. Okay, so horse birthdays are a thing. They're apparently all on August 1st. Does Nobi know that? <laughs> uh, why don't we roll nature to see if you understand the mysteries of horse birthdays? <laughs> okay, I this is a thing that I don't point out enough, but ironically, uh, and it's just because of the general low intelligence, the Dream Team does have has a minus one on nature. Um, they're not great with nature. So four is what I rolled. Yeah, that's obviously terrible. So Drips just says, like, I was born on Tuesday! And that's not helpful to you. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. All right. Mari, you're here. What are your thoughts on horse birthdays? Uh, the concept of time is stupid. It is. That's why all horses have a standard birthday. They all have one birthday. The horse oh, birthday. Oh, you get it all out of the way at once. Yeah, they all have the horse birthday. Do they all trade presents? I like to think so. I recently learned that in Korea, you're, when you're born, that's you're considered to be one because that's you're in your first year, and then on, on New Year's you go, you become two, and so on. 
because your age Same is like... Same in Japan. Right, okay. My, uh... My Ji-chan had his 100th birthday, and my mom went, he's actually 99. <laughs> and then, like, and I was like, okay, what? And I was too young. To, I was like, what? But it says 100? Why are we lying? Because <laughs> <laughs> the year you spend in the tummy is one. And I'm like, that's nine months, mom. That's incorrect. <laughs> the whole concept to me was impossible to understand <laughs> this is exactly the energy we need to take into the time heist arc is that time is fake yeah everyone's lying about time nobody was born ever that <laughs> way i lost it it's actually when you when you truly detach from the notion of birthdays you become able to time travel that's actually how it works it's like neo with the spoon you just go yeah, there is no yeah. birthday there is a birthday <laughs> All right. Um, Shit. So, all right. Yeah. So, Nobi, you face your first serious obstacle in Operation Acquire Star Sign, <laughs> which is that animals yep. don't know shit about birthdays. <laughs> I'm seeing that. That is a serious obstacle. Uh, I think Nobi, ever tactically minded, uh, or so he'd like to think, uh, will uh, change tack, uh, try and accomplish a different goal first. So he's like, um, oh, well, um, like I said, I want to. Uh, Oh, get it, get get everyone presents. So, um, you know, Aze, I was thinking, uh, he loves stars and like nerd star shit, like uh, just complicated shit to do with stars. So, I was wondering, like, does he keep his star stuff around here? Because I I thought if I could like look at it and learn what that's all about, then um, yeah, I I could uh, I I could probably get him a real bitch in present. A drip stops listening halfway through your spiel once you said star stuff and goes to eat a big bowl of blood oats and then is just like <laughs> mouthful shaking his fin mane when he says, there's star stuff everywhere. I guess, yeah, I guess Nobi would look around and be like, oh, yeah, oh, so there is. Uh, round it all up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you just do the finger twirl like your, the, your troops yeah. and yeah. the tum-tum yeah. take all the star charts yeah. off the wall. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. How, um, what am I, uh, yeah, so I guess I'd look at all the, what, yeah, the star charts and whatever is around, um, sketch, what's around? What's up? What's, what's in this house? Uh, I have six page document that describes that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, that, that kind of answers my question to some degree. Would I be able to look at the documents that are in this house and understand? Uh, cosmology that's a tough one i mean part of my thought was that drip would have been basically told some of the stuff over time because ozzy would have just idly talked with drip about the star stuff kind of over the weeks that drip has lived with ozzy i don't know how much drip has absorbed from that of course but i was gonna say like counterpoint like my flatmate in second year university was learning japanese kanji and he would tell me them all the time because he thought they were entertaining and I don't remember one of them. <laughs> so. We're all a little bit drip sometimes. Uh, right. <laughs> why don't you roll investigation to see if you at least can pick out the important uh, maps and uh, documentation. Okay. And then we'll go from there. Okay. 11. Yeah. Above average, I would say you get some of it, but not all of it. You get enough that with uh, somebody else to help you, you might be able to bridge the gap. So you don't have enough by yourself, mm -hmm. but with, okay. you have gotten like step one. All right. Yeah. So I would say, uh, sorry, I would say that the main information you got is like what is called the foundation, the stars from below, because those have mm. fairly, fairly simple, easily understood, solidified maps. It's the firmament that's the weird one because there's 
a lot of it and a lot of it needs parsing and like when the tumtums bring over like the sheets of paper on one of the tables it's just like crude sketches of stars um, oh so it's like in your in progress work uh it's as a in taking travelers uh notes and trying to parse out all of them to figure out which ones are actually accurate enough oh. to create a firmament star map okay so that has been yeah that is the winter project for the uh cos- cosmology specialist the cosmological specialist in um in grendel to clarify yeah there's basically there's basically two skies one which has been studied for all of history and one which is new so what yeah. people have we have half a body of work that is all the knowledge we have today and the other half is like galileo shit they're still working okay on it. <laughs> i uh then in that case nobody would definitely be like um hey drip um can you help me out with this stuff I, i'm not sure i understand it and i, I feel like Ozzy probably t- tells you all about it because you're uh like so cool well, I am very susceptible to flattery, so uh, sure. What do you need? <laughs> I love the, just like I love playing the animal characters because it's like su- su- subtlety is for cowards. I, <laughs> I'm just like I don't really try with my flattery, and you're just like I love flattery. <laughs> I'm very simple. You uh, give treat, you get pets. It's all yeah. They know what's up. Well, you know, I think that what. Aze might like the most is actually if I could make star charts for lots of people. Uh, like the Tum Tums are people that uh, he hasn't made star charts for yet. So if I could figure out how to make a star chart for someone, I think he'd love that. All right. So let's get a roll here. I'm thinking uh, Arcana. Okay. And I'm thinking religion might also be. You know what I want? I want actually three rolls. Okay. <laughs> because that way, if you get two successes or two failures, this could be a very interesting. So I'm going to say, Arcana, religion, and survival are the three I think relate to okay. stars. Okay. Interesting. Well, let's go survival first because that's my best of those three. Twenty. Nice. Baby. Religion. Right. Three. Uh huh. <laughs> oh no. And Arcana. Arcana is make or break. And it's a minus one. This is what I wanted. Okay. Yes! 15. There you go. Okay. Whew. Success. Okay. That's Ooh. the drama I craved when I put set that up. Perfect. I love that. Fantastic. I really thought the third one was going to be deception, but, uh, <laughs> but no? it's not really played into it so far. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, basically how this works is, uh, you know, Drip gives you what information he can remember. You try piecing mm-hmm. it together with the stuff you found through your investigation. And I think you are able to put together uh, – it's like you've achieved step two, which is you can narrow uh, information people give you down into categories. Now it's about finding quality information from animals. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the kitsune has given you a, a tricky job. Right. Back to back to that brick wall again. How <laughs> – how to figure out Drip's birthday or anyone's birthday. Um, hmm. I can add an extra point there, by the way, when it comes to um, the birthday is one way in which a sign can be associated, but it's not the only way a sign can be associated with someone in the way okay. the cosmology works here. Because signs can be influenced one way or another and things like significant life events and other matters can influence it one way or another um so that's that's kind of part of the it's 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 part of the fact that the stars are moving kind of at the same time so there's a lot of flux and also 
things are being worked out in time there. So okay, uh, the alignment is something that can be sussed out through other sources than just birthday, is what I'll say. Basically, you're saying like if you see uh, a tum tum drinking a daiquiri on a Thursday while it's <laughs> raining, you'd be like, "That's such Pisces shit." <laughs> yeah, well, no, 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 no that, that's um, that's creator. Uh, that's 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 the that's the creator um, move right there. Way different than the manipulator. The manipulator only drinks um, would only drink a oh a, a whiskey sour in that situation, not a daiquiri. Okay, okay. Uh... I feel like Nobi would have to be pretty deep in to be able to identify stuff that well. But maybe if Nobi could learn about the broad scope of Drip's life, or like just significant stuff, that would be a starting point. So I think if 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 that's stuff that Nobi's gleaned from these documents, then he's gonna be like, um, Hey, um, Drip, I know you don't know when your birthday is, but, um, uh, I, I still want to figure out what the best present is to get you, so I, I feel like I don't know enough about you. What, what, what's it like being Drip? Just walk me through it. Like, what's, what's a day in the life like? How does it feel? What's, uh, significant stuff that's happened to you, you know? Well, I have some magazine quizzes we can do together. <laughs> Did I all say write the magazines? <laughs> No, silly. They we get them imported from Fuscany. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe another time. Uh... <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm, I'm just dropping the the major sign uh, image on the on here just to have as a side reference. So the puzzle of trying to figure out someone's birthdays. I suppose for for a second, it's gonna occur to Nobi in the middle of this, like. Hang on a second. And he like turns to his 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 battalion, right? <laughs> and he would be like, he'd be like, "Do any of you know your birthdays?" Uh, <laughs> I mean, I th- I think that's where we might leave this this off is that you are in a room full of animals and you're trying to reverse engineer their birthdays right. from a bunch of star star maps and Vogue magazines. I can leave off this. I can leave off the the scene in an even better one than that. Nobi Nobi has a realization. He turns around to the tum tums and he goes, "Do any of you know your birthdays?" And then a horrified look comes across his face and he goes, "Oh my god, what's my birthday?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah. So when this season started, uh, you know, we had four signs above, four below. That's sixteen combinations. There's ten villagers, four party members. And then there was two, I mean, it leaves two left, which in my mind, and I didn't tell Skitch that this was going to be Voya and Laszlo. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Genius left and Philippa came up and then Philippa has mm-hmm. one. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of questions here. Then, you know, of course, Nobi and Kat. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like there's definitely like, and yeah, we only made 16. The plan was to make even more initially, but <laughs> 16 is more than enough because it's, I think, Easy to think of four and four, and then just the derivations from that. Ooh, also, I'll drop this in uh, for anyone to look over. It's the what the signs are for the individual villagers, because um, uh, I still don't nice. know which one's Laszlo. But like in any case, uh, this is very fun. And it's very fun to unpack the lore here through the lens of Nobi, to say the least. <laughs> I I definitely think Cat and Nobi are Gemini, though. Come on, <laughs> I'm a Gemini. I'm so lost. I, I'm confused even when I look at real astrology. So now I'm just like, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I'm like looking at it and just I don't get it. <laughs> you're looking. You're looking at a four by four grid, right? Mm-hmm. See, there's like it's like yes. the so you've got for example the the leaf plus the wing is the travelers. That's like one sign is in the the new world and one sign is in the old world. I'll get that. I'm just saying overall astrology wise. Like people tell me it and I understand it, and then when they're like, "What does this mean?" I'm like, "No idea." Like, 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 I, yeah. I keep in mind, I keep in mind that the astrology. I thought the astrology here was a little bit much. I started reading really real astrology shit. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is so complex." Oh yeah, good gosh. Yeah, no. I one time I would like looked up how compatible I was with the person I'm seeing, and I had no idea what else. It was there was a math table. Yeah, you don't just need to know the day you were born. You need to know, like, where was the sun? What time of day was it? What 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 were the stars up yep. to at the time? Yeah. Uh, you got the the, the the concept of dignity and essential dignity. I, I looked in that. That was a big old rabbit hole. That's why just dignify is just the name of the spell. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I also wanted this to be permissible to allow nobody to get to a solution without being like, oh, no, I don't know whose everyone's birthdays is. Oh, no. Yeah. Did you ever so. see that tweet? Someone's like... I- I'm a Taurus, but I told I told this girl I was a Cancer, so she'd smash. And someone responded like, "Damn, that's such a Taurus move." And he's like, "Bitch, I got you. I'm a Pisces." <laughs> God, like, I, I, I like, gosh, astrology is just like, you know, Platonic idealism. It's so good for it's this astral it- racism. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I I remember I remember I was uh, seeing somebody posting online like um, I get on with my mom even though she's a Capricorn. I'm just like, what are you doing right now? That's your mom. No, <laughs> astrology is astral racism, and Myers Briggs is science astrology. This is a fact. Yeah, more or less. No, the Chinese astrology is correct. I'm a horse, and that feels right so far, so I think it's real. <laughs> okay, that one, yeah, it's a real one. We can, I'm we, the snake. We can all agree on this. Uh, so the Moist Watch, 40 minutes into our recording session, uh, you approach the dump. There is a big gate that's locked. You can hear the sounds of uh, soldering on the other side, just like the spray of sparks as uh, Shoko is at work. What do you do? Um, Kat says to Neelith, did you bring snacks? Of course I brought snacks. Shoko, we have snacks. <laughs> snacks! <laughs> oh my gosh. She spi- spider <laughs> monkeys across the wall from like a weird angle. You didn't Jesus see her approach. Christ. <laughs> She's doing like the exorcist upside down crab walk to get a snack. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so Neelith, remove one of your uh, healing snacks for your background, yep. and Shoko will unlock the gate. How can I help you? Hey, we we want to mess with the weird time thing. Time heist. Can we can we can we play with the time thing? A time heist in this economy? <laughs> Whenever your voice goes that high, Austin, Discord does not play with you. It's just like, the, the, nope. Yeah, Discord is upset with you every time. <laughs> you, you can't do Ventor Shoko on Discord. It's just like, nope. I mean, what better economy to do a time heist in than this one? The economy was better in the past. We'll go heist the past for better economy. <laughs> Why fix the economy now when we can go to a time where we know it was good? You've convinced me. <laughs> and All then- of my doubts have disappeared. <laughs> come in, come in. 
This is good Shoko logic. We're, we're acing this scene. Uh, yeah, so Shoko walks into the dump. Uh, there's something in the background that's on fire. She doesn't seem particularly bothered by that. Uh, she's showing you around. There's just a bu- like eight mountains of trash all over the place that are having some kind of events going on in them. They're covered in pizza rats, and they're sh- like shaking <laughs> from the giant gears hey! sticking out of the earth. <laughs> We're learning uh, about toxic masculinity. We're sorry for saying lewd things about you, princess. Uh, oh. I didn't know you had said lewd things. Yeah, 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 I said something about pulling a thorn out of your paw. You know, it, was, oh. it wasn't appropriate. I'm sorry. Hmm. Hey. Uh-huh. I respect women, and your hair looks nice. I will uh, take some time and decide if I forgive you. But mm, okay. saying nice things about my hair helps. Hey, hey, I like the choice you made about your hair, but not particularly anything inherently about your body, but more what your mind made choices for your body. Hey, and when you, if you, and when you do forgive me, which is within your rights, that's okay. Anyway, we're gonna go. <laughs> so, Shoko, how does the type of sheep work? I am, Im- I am impressed by the new social justice courses at Goodfellas University. <laughs> Shoko has a big mug that says respect women juice, and she just uh, slides it behind a pile of trash, and she just whispers, the serum is working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to group therapy. We're going to talk about my feelings with the boys. Uh, that, that sounds good. Make sure you take appropriate time for self-care individually as well. Yeah, I'm going to roll around in some oil. <laughs> that sounds delightful. Oh, fucking hell. I can't, I can't Now I this. want to roll in oil. Hey, come on over to the oil pen anytime you want. I will. Uh, when I am not doing a time heist. Ah, oh, time heist. Okay, okay, okay. I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Hey, Shoko. Shoko, how does the a time machine work? How do we time machine? <laughs> well, it's not exactly a time machine. The, the, as she like pushes some trash aside so you see the black gears sticking out of the ground. And she says, it's, it's a machine that bends space and time, which isn't quite the same thing. You remember to jump through time, I needed a portal glyph? Do you remember the portal so, glyph? So what you're saying is it's not a time machine, it's a machine for time. <laughs> yes, this is what people don't understand. It's the distinction between a ghost pirate and a pirate ghost. Got it. It is um like mm, a sewing machine is not a cloth machine. I don't know what you're talking about, but I can get you to do time <laughs> stuff if that helps. It's very dangerous. Why do you think we're not doing it all the time? I, I mean... Uh, but... I assumed you were. I kind of am. <laughs> yeah, and you seem to be doing well. I'm very powerful and cool. It's the thing, I don't know if you have what it takes. I think we've got what it takes. Time heist. Team time heist. We brought snacks. Clearly we know what we we have what it takes. Well, the first thing you need is an item. You remember the portal glyph I used to jump through time? You remember the genius had their gears? What kind of closely held personal magical item do you have that almost certainly will be destroyed? Hmm. 
I do not carry items. You say with a big paintbrush sticking out of your mouth. Yes, it's a lie. Okay, good. <laughs> Wait, I have a magic genius Beyblade? You, you can. I just want to be clear that uh, you've seen what happens to things when they're used this way. The glyph was burned and then exploded into a thousand shards. So mm-hmm. if you're going to use the blade blades, you're also going to have to make peace with them probably being destroyed. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with this, uh, mainly because Neelith, as, as useful as they have been, Neelith cannot handle the screaming they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it's the sensory overload. Too much. Exactly, it's just yeah. too much. I'm with you there. All right, so you give Shoko the Beyblades, and then she goes around the dump, like uh, putting them strategically in like ley lines of time power, whatever that means. She seems like she knows what she's doing, even if it doesn't make sense to you. While she's doing that, um, uh, Kat goes, uh, Mothers. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> to, to slime Moonstars. I realized as soon as I said that, I was like, <laughs> that, that was like, Laura, what are you doing? That's allowed. Whatever. Neelith's being protected being like as a child. <laughs> Neelith could also be a mom, okay? Like, Kat could have three moms. At this point, Everybody is a mom now. At this, at this point, Kat says mothers and everyone responds. Aze yes. is like, yes, that's me. <laughs> um, it's like Thanksgiving when your girlfriend says, can you pass the gravy, daddy? And then you and you and her father, <laughs> father both move at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Don't you Stop. hate it when that happens? No. So Kat's never like, happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was just it's too real because I just invited my boyfriend over to f- hang out with my parents and I just immediately when you said it I was like ah! <laughs> 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 We're off topic so much. Okay, you said mothers. Yeah, Kat says mothers. Yes. Yes, my child. <laughs> um, you have produced uh, another sibling. Yes, we've created a younger sibling for you. Mm-hmm. They're a new type of life. Um, you didn't tell me that I'd, I had a sibling already. I thought this would take some time. Oh, is this a shock for you? Did I neglect your emotional needs? Uh, I have thought about this. No. I, no. However, are you not neglecting the baby? Oh, where is the baby now? Oh, that's okay. The tube monster's there. Yes, we left Squelcher. That's where it's got the idea <laughs> for the tube throat that it talks out of. Oh, I, su- I suppose... Um. I do feel a little hurt that mm, my other sibling has met my third, my second sibling already, and I have not. I am jealous of Squelcher. Neelith quietly does not mention having met the baby already. (laughs) (laughs) You go looking for the respect women juice. (laughs) A mustache appears on Sun Moonstars' face. It's a slime one. And then Sun Moon's is, Slime Moon's is star's body bends down in a crotch to get eye length with Cat. Oh, no. Cat, I made a mistake. I should have taken you to see your younger sibling sooner. That was my fault, and I failed you. And there's no good reason for it. 
but I will make sure to not make that mistake again in the future. Can I meet the baby when we are done with the time heist? Yes, of course. You can meet the baby whenever you like. They're your younger sibling, and you're their big sister. Okay. Mm. Then I, I think I'm over it. Okay. I'm sorry for not being a good stepmother, Cat. <laughs> you are a fantastic stepmother. You provide Bye. physical form, and you act as the brood queen. Ah, yes, I am the brood queen. <laughs> Slime crown appears above her head. <laughs> uh, the, like during all of this, Ozzy's just been kind of like nervously, just standing around, arms crossed uh, in front of him, just as he watches Shoko get everything set up and listens to everyone else chatter about. He has been relatively silent this whole time. Yeah, I think Ashoko sees everyone else talking about brood queens and children and doesn't want any of that. So she explains the time rules to you, Ave. (laughs) (laughs) She says, okay, so you're not really going to be jumping through a portal into the past. We don't have a portal glyph. What I'm doing is bending past realities over our own so you can experience them. So you can't affect the future. Does that make sense? You can't kill your own grandmother or anything like that you can't do any back to the future you're opening you're opening a window for us to glimpse and directly perceive the past without us having the ability to manipulate it Uh, don't try to match my metaphor with your metaphor you don't know what you're talking about (laughs) this is a read-only cassette we can't write over it (laughs) i could not kill my mother in any way that matters anyway that's cool i wish that was true my mother's weak i whooped her ass (laughs) <laughs> Why? <laughs> she was talking shit. <laughs> Shoko's Shoko's dialogue comes out before it goes through my brain, so I don't, I'm as surprised as you are, honestly. Uh, listen, listen. Okay, I'm not so, like who's more impulsive, Venta or Shoko? The answer is yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Cat growls at that and doesn't say anymore. <laughs> so Shoko says, so don't worry your brain too much about it. You're not going to be able to understand it. The point is future stuff's going to happen. I need you to focus on what you're looking for, and then I'll show it to you. But uh, if the Beyblades get damaged or lost in the chaos, you have to fix them or find them or it's going to get bad and weird. <sighs> Understood. Which reminded me. So... What are we specifically looking for in that case? Yeah, we're 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 looking for information about what's going on with um Laszlo and Voya and the whole what went on with them because clearly something some conspiracy was happening that they were the start of that Ruth knows something about and we don't know what it was they were cooking up. And clearly they said something about it around Ruth outside of therapy, but also clearly had further conversations about it in therapy, and we need to work out what that stuff is. Uh, I just wonder what all this has to do with the kitsune, but fair enough. I can't help but feel like in a town this small, one mystery is probably connected to another. It feels weird to suspect that there would be two wildly different unconnecting conspiracies happening at once with the limited pool of people we have here. 
Like Aze just nods softly in response to that, but doesn't really say much else. He he does appear incredibly nervous and skittish about all this regardless. You probably should be nervous, just by the way. By the end of the last time I saw the genius, all their veins were wires. So, anyway, it'll be fine. Mm. I do not want to be wires. I don't want to be wires either. We'll do our best to not be wires. You'll probably still be able to eat after just a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Ozzy just rubs his head a bit and it's just like, well, we must, we, we, we must, even though we are engaging in time matters, we should be not delaying any more than necessary. If, if any of you don't want to take the risk going in, that's okay. I'll, 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 I'm definitely gonna go, but I, it's, yeah. I have a question, Choco. That's me! (laughs) Uh, For a successful heist, time management is very important, but uh, we are time traveling, so how much time will we be gone for? I told you, it's not time travel, it's time folding. (laughs) I'll be here with you the whole time. Not with you physically, I'm going to be in the dump, interfacing with the machine, and you're going to be folded. Okay, so I am not in any danger. If it was worrying you, I am not going to die horribly. That's important to keep in mind. For me, that's the most important thing. (laughs) Uh, Ozzy will look to Neelith and, like, rest a hand on uh, their shoulder and just say, Neelith, this is not the first time that you proposed something that was potentially reckless or dangerous, and I have no it is I have no qualms with seeing things through and being as helpful as I can through the whole matter, so you don't need to worry about me joining along. Okay, just don't murder me in the past. I'm I'm joking, that is not in character. <laughs> A good heist would have a murder betrayal. No, you said it wasn't in character. It's fine. Um, all right, keep your hands and feet inside the screaming blade blades at all time and prepare to be folded. Mm, the classic time fold. <laughs> oh, yes, this is a classic. Oh, it's the classic time fold we all know and love from the old stories. All right, make sure to keep your destination in mind. Goodbye, bye, 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 bye. So my, I'll ask, I'll, I'll, like, outside of character thought here is, is this, are we making more like a time, like, lasagna, or is this more like a time croissant? I think it's for time croissant, it's like what we're doing here, right? It's a time calzone. Mm, time calzone. Is the butter or the crust the time? Or are we the butter? Who's the butter in the croissant? I am the oregano tomato sauce. See, this is the problem with time travel plots is people are always arguing about whether it's lasagna or croissants, and it always weighs the story down. <laughs> In this time scenario, are we the pastry or are we the butter being We are folded? definitely not the pastry. We're not the pastry. Time mm-hmm. is the pastry. Okay, so are we the butter? With the plate that it's served on. I guarantee <laughs> that the time is the pastry. <laughs> That's quantum physics. <laughs> So there are three Beyblades paced at uh, even distances apart from each other, kind of a a Triforce situation in the dump here between the different uh, spinning black gears sticking out of the ground and uh, like purple lightning arcs between them. Uh, This was described, I think, in the 
the Chris down you know, the the Gone Goblin episode when Chris described the machine uh, activating the portal so that they could go to the future. So that same effect happens. There's purple lightning connects these artifacts, and uh, everything around you begins getting uh, extremely non-Euclidean, which we discussed before. <laughs> Angles are wrong, and spaces are warped. Time is bendable. Uh, you see Shoko's smiling face from outside the purple lightning storm, just grinning wildly. Uh, you know, she has the glove on with all the, the the needles on it. She has a book that's full of fire. Uh, she might even be uh, looking into it as it, like, it pulses, bur- like, burning knowledge into her brain, which is not a great time to not be paying attention to what she's supposed to be doing. Uh, but you are all enveloped in this this really strange electrical feeling. I'm sure you've all been electrocuted before, right? You know that feeling? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I studied electronic engineering. I, I have. <laughs> Gosh, you should have seen me yesterday. It was just way too much. But anyways. That's the entrance <laughs> exam to become an electrical engineer. They're like, just, t- just touch touch all these uh, diodes or whatever. Let's just see what happens. It's like, it's like, the, it's like the Indiana Jones uh, picking the grails. Uh, if you if you're like, nope, they're like, okay, okay, you know. Listen, okay. <laughs> After a while, you get to understand what the voltville rating is for various electrical shocks. It's really kind of fascinating. <laughs> that's a terrible pun. I'm not apologizing for it. Oh, jeez. I thought I was smart until I saw a circuit diagram, and then I was like, oh no, I'm a jock. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm a jock. That's a pretty good. Uh, that's good. That's good energy right there. <laughs> Uh, so as you all get this all over fuzzy feeling of being like mildly electrocuted and the world around you bends in incomprehensibility, uh, all of your minds are focused on different things. I think, uh, Ozzy. Yeah. Kat's thinking about Shoko's mom. <laughs> okay. That's good. I mean, Ozzy <laughs> said, uh, he was wondering about the Kitsune, which I believe is at the core of this actual arc mystery. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Neelith is thinking about Voya and Laszlo. So there's all these different thoughts. Slime is a hundred million different thoughts. I'm not even going to try to delineate <laughs> them. Well, did they get spun out like in um, like one of those spinny things that gets sucked out of sun, moon, stars? Wait, what? Because <laughs> you're in a Beyblade and it's spinning. So then Slime uh, will The Beyblades like, are around us. Out. I think we're on the Beyblades. Oh, are we? okay. I've completely misunderstood. I thought we were... Each in a Beyblade. Okay. No, no. All right. Sorry. I was at the store the other day and they still sell Beyblades. Incredible. Yeah. The same people are still buying them. Not new children. Just adults. (laughs) (laughs) That's how adults settle their arguments now, I thought. (laughs) That's what we're going to replace the justice system with. Well, instead of duels, we challenge each other to bait blades. Am I reliving a different life than everyone else? It's it's what <laughs> sees, it, it's what sixth edition D and D is going to replace dice rolls with. You just have a Beyblade battle, and if you win, <laughs> you succeed the roll. Wait, I think that would work. <laughs> I think so. It's a win or loss system. You either you either succeed or they you have don't. to do something. It'd be a way to piss off everyone who's a longtime fan of D and D. So it sounds like something that Watsy would do. So. Yeah, yeah. If, it's, if it makes nerds mad, I'm in favor of it. But that's what uh, that's what Slime is thinking about as the lightning envelops you. It's just like, what if the new edition of D and D uses Beyblade? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as you are folded in time. <laughs> Was
where I was going with all that is that you're not united in purpose. Uh, Shoko, in her long, complicated, incoherent spiel, mentioned that you should focus on your destination because it's not like a, it's not like the DeLorean where you can punch in a date. Uh, you just kind of have to think about what you're doing uh, the way a warlock does, and you all are not quite doing that. So when the unfolding happens, when the purple lightning dissipates, and you find yourself uh, in a more physical space where you can kind of walk around, uh, you are not met with Voya or Laszlo or the Kitsune or Beyblades. We're in a bakery, aren't we? What about We're Shoko's in a mom? We're thinking about <laughs> croissants. <laughs> or Shoko's mom. God uh, damn it. Sorry. You find yourself on a grassy uh, hill, and the sky is blue, and you hear a distant call of uh, some kind of animal. What do you do? We haven't we haven't gone back to, like, dinosaur times, have we? Fuck. <laughs> Laura, I did a lot of prep for this episode. Can you not? Can you not? <laughs> <laughs> what does the call sound like? Uh, d- like a dinosaur? Pterodactyl <laughs> dot wave. Cat <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, do you think that's Shoko's mom? <laughs> Shoko says, I can still hear you, you little cat. Hey, Shoko, um, I think we went back too far. Oh, that's no problem. Just align the three Beyblades in the formation I showed you and then you just think again. Where are the Beyblades? Uh, you see one on the ground, kind of like fallen over, and the other cool. two are gone. Nice. And there, are bu- there are black lightning burn patterns where they were. Oh, Christ. Perhaps, Shoko, you should have said that we need to think about where we're going before we went. <laughs> I did! Shoko did explain that explicitly. Okay, well. I thought about the place. <laughs> well, she, I guess. she also said that her. She beat up her mom. Well, we were talking about croissants, so... (laughs) Okay, hey, everyone, how do we find Beyblades? Uh, Quick, quiet, Uh, listen. Can we hear screaming? uh, That's a good thought. Roll perception. Remember, they'd only be screaming if something was on them. 14. Wow, just at 11 for Aze. 22 for Neelith. 9 for Slime. Hell yeah, 22, 11, 14, above average. Uh, Neolith with the highest score. You tell everyone, shh, listen, listen for screaming. And then you hear some screaming off to the north. Uh, definitely the, the genius of Grendel's mechanized uh, voice recording. <laughs> uh, that, that way, <laughs> towards the screaming. Usually not good advice, but this time toward the screaming. <laughs> Uh, so you all begin walking north towards the screaming. Uh, you notice that this this ground you're walking on is green and hilly and rocky, uh, and you smell the air smells different than any air you've smelled before. It's very interesting. I'm not sure if you can place it, um, hmm. but th- this place uh, feels familiar to you, but it doesn't look familiar to you. Can I do a smell roll? Uh, I, yeah, nature. You just did perception, so let's try nature for smells about the eleven. Yeah, I would say with 11, it's uh, you don't know too many specifics. The above average, I'll just say it smells salty. Mm, smells salty. Hmm. Ozzy's trying to think like of what this space could be, but it's just like racking his head. It's like it looks too vibrant to green. It looks in some ways kind of like the new world, but it can't be the new world. So 
how how much does the screaming increase as we move? Does it seem like it's near and we're getting there really quick, or does it like? Yeah, yeah. So the the Beyblade couldn't have gone far. It was just spinning wildly, infused with oh. li- lightning magic, and went zooming off. Uh, and you see it in the distance already as you talk about the salt smell. Uh, it is fu- it has uh, it is spinning in place. You know, in the distance, you can kind of see it, and it's crawling with little animals that are making it scream. Just like <laughs> two dozen tiny little things, uh, just almost like ants swarming over it. They're bigger than ants, but th- that's like the vibe is they're all over it, uh, moving quickly. Are they like ants, or are they something else? Uh, as you get closer, I would say they, they're definitely not ants. They're like uh, chicken size. When once you can finally get close enough to get their measure, but they don't look like are any. Are they confignathuses? Yes, they're consignasis. Yes, 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 that's my favorite one. Austin, yes. Austin, I don't know what you want from us because every time we're, we're smart, we understand what you've done, we follow your threads, and we follow along with you. You get really, you sound upset at us following the thing you've tried to lead us to. I don't know. I gotta say, I'm running like a mystery campaign right now, and if if my players were just like, "Hey, is it this?" I would be like furious. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't help being disappointed when they drink. I, 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 like, like, from my standpoint, I just don't know what any of these words are, so I'm just lost. So don't worry, Austin. I'm so I, I, I'm being dumb for you, okay? My my inability to follow your threads is all for you, okay? Cat, before doing anything about all the little uh, the little lizards, is like, um, you know, when we sort out the time machine, we should go back and remind ourselves to do a better job. <laughs> Uh-huh. Indeed, being more single-minded about what we're looking for will help. I especially suspect that we only have uh, so many tries with these before they're, well, ruined. And we'll need to use a different artifact. Yeah, I, I would say you, you need to get close enough now to have this conversation and see a Comsignasis, which if you and the audience don't know, are a very small dinosaur about the size of a chicken. Uh, and you're all saying that, and you see the the Beyblade has some black marks on it, like it has been slightly singed, but it doesn't look like it's about to explode yet, the way right. that the sigil glyph exploded when Shoko came out of it last. Straight up, Cat would like to roar to try and intimidate all of the Compsignathuses away. Oh yeah, I love intimidation, we don't do it much on the show, because we all try to be like reasonable and thoughtful, so I dig a intimidation. Yeah, well, I've got a plus nine in it, so fingers crossed. Uh, 20, baby. Hell yeah. 20, uh, you paint me the picture. This works. These guys, uh, do not want any of this smoke. Um, cat roars in their beautiful lion voice. That is ours. Please go away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The copies do not speak lion, but they do get the message and they scatter. Excuse me. We need this right now. Okay, please get away from it. Sorry. Sorry. This is how Cat intimidates. It's just the facts. <laughs> Aggressively apologizes. Uh, yeah. All right. So you've recovered and one then, of the baby. And then once they've scattered, Cat jumps onto it. Okay. <laughs> I've got this one. Great job, Cat. You did nonviolent persuasion. Proud of you. Yeah, it was great that you didn't eat them in half this time. <laughs> I was tempted. One Beyblade recovered. You need one more to get out of dinosaur times. What do you do? Um, Aze is thinking about using a spell. Um, uh, locate object, or as I like to call it, object triangulation. That sounds like a perfect spell for this. 
So, yeah, he'll burn the spell slot and allows him to describe her name an object that's familiar to him. He can sense the direction to the object's location as long as it's within 1,000 feet. Yeah, I think uh, this works perfectly. So you detect it uh, now to the, like, west. And uh, how does this look? Because it's, it's such a simple, easy solution that you should put yeah. some stank on that. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, like, yeah. So, like, Aze pulls out his uh, star map that he's using. I'm trying to think which one. I think the one that he's using is going to be one that is more articulated. It almost looks kind of like uh, a more mechanical compass uh, sort of thing. And holds it up, focuses, it spins until, uh, oh shoot, I, I need to do one, I need to pull up one little bit of information about this. It, it spins until two astrological signs, uh, signs appear around it, and then the image of a Beyblade appears between them. There's a pulse, and then like almost like a sonar-like pulse, but visual, extends out from the, uh, uh, from it, and uh, I think that's basically, and, and, and then from that point, there's almost like a faint uh, direction pointed from the compass itself in the direction of where the object is, westward. Yeah, it's like your open world video game mini map. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, right. The the signs that appear, by the way, there is a sign of an eye beneath and scroll above, um, because it's a a scribe spell. It's how far I'm taking this shit here. And then it forms and starts directing uh, his divining object effectively at this point. I don't want to throw you off and I don't want to cause another half an hour of astrology discussion, but the new world doesn't exist in this time. So does the cosmology make any sense? It's going through the time hole. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, my my my, my response to that my response to that is that the way the weave works in fifth edition is that it's someone's ability to focus on what they're trying to manifest that makes it work, not the actual source itself. In some cases, and in this so case, so everything is a lie, and it's only based off of your own abilities and tricking yourself into believing something greater when none of it is real. Post structuralist spellcasting. D&D is like a prison. <laughs> Wait, so so it doesn't even matter that what you're saying is real. It just matters that you believe it enough to cast it. That's what charisma spellcasting represents. Yeah. This 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 is Aze focusing the weave around the influences of those constellations in order to invoke the spell as opposed to invoking um their own personal devotion which would be more like a paladin or uh, petitioning the relationship with their patron like a warlock would. I'm going to um, say that I understand, but I don't. <laughs> but I'm going to say that I do, okay? Hey, universe, pretend that there's stars kind of like this and do magic assuming that those are a thing. You make up a guy and ask the universe to get mad at him. You're just <laughs> topoing magic, I right? Well, well, it, it, this also plays into like how magic works in Dice Funk with regarding the forms, and that's a whole different can of worms to get into. But I'm not going to dive into that quite yet. But <laughs> I admire the. I want to be clear that I admire the complexity, and I actually like it. I'm Me just too. saying it's above my brain, but I like it. So I've I've tried to warn you both at the end of last episode and the beginning of this one not to think too much about time travel because there's a lot going on that you don't understand and while I th yeah. I think I understand it as the DM I'm a, a jock as previously established so maybe I don't wait I have something that explains it perfectly in the movie Looper someone says 
No, was it Looper? It was some other movie about <laughs> Great time travel start. With, Bruce, with, with Bruce Willis. And uh-huh. someone says, I don't get it. What about this part? And he says, shut up. And then <laughs> they explained everything. So there we got it. The end. That's the jock response, yeah. 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 I will say there's something coming up here that might shed some light on it, which is as you're walking t- uh, towards where Locate Object said that Beyblade is, the salty smell gets stronger. Cat, you have your powerful feline nose and so it's like you're walking towards that the that scent and it's like now getting very strong uh do you talk about anything as you walk towards the item um if you think about it time is like a calzone Uh, what (laughs) anyway pizza folded in on itself I always thought it was kind of more like a fondue, just sort of cycling around on itself, falling on top of itself. A little bit liquid? Usually it is, but right now it's like a calzone, because it has folded around us, and in the part we are, it is getting hotter and saltier. Well, see, that could still be a- that could be a fondue still, with just the- with just the- the thing you've dipped in the fondue. It's folded around us. Time is a made-up concept. Uh, uh, while all this is happening, Ozzy's just focusing on the spell. If anyone looks like the little eye that's being used as part of the spell, catching like blinks and looks around while the scroll like has stuff written on it by nothing. So it's just like it's all animated and fancy looking. And Ozzy's just trying to focus on locating the object and is not paying attention to much of the conversation. <laughs> uh, can I do perception to look for it? Uh, yeah, why don't you roll perception for me, slime? <clears throat> slime rolls a 15 all right yeah that's good so i want to say that with a 15 in perception you also smell the the salty air around you no and- no, no, no i have to do it gross my Sh- web slime goes out through the ground out of sun moon stars mouth okay well <sighs> then let me give you this additional uh thing which is that because you're sliming the ground and because you have such strange uh, senses your sensory uh, perception of the world is such that with a 15 this dirt tastes familiar which is weird I've been here before but I don't know when or where this is but I know that I've been here before I've eaten this ground and with your 15 and I think Ozzy's passive perception uh, you both are not taken by surprise as a large predator uh, glides overhead. Its uh, shadow does catch your eye. Is it a space? Is it a sky whale? <laughs> That's such a specific guess. <laughs> I don't know that any of you have ever seen a pterodon before, so I don't know how you would process it. It, it appears to be a giant flying bird lizard. Oh, I know where we are. All right, we've gone too far. Way too far. We went way too far. Who thought about dinosaurs? <laughs> I mean, you're the only person who's ever been back this far. Were you thinking about this? I I wasn't thinking. I was thinking about croissants. And if we were the butter or the pastry. At the slime council, several slime cells try to slip out the back. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's thinking about dinosaurs? thinking about the dinosaurs. We wanted to go Maybe back. Maybe it has gone too. Mm, the oldest point of any of us existing. Maybe this is Slime's birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, mothers. Thank you. This could be my birthday. Ozzy posits a thought. If it were, if a concordance of thought influences travel, it might be the case that Slime, Slime Moon Stars as an entity can oversway wherever we go by their thoughts. So we have to make sure 
Shoko says, I like the birthday theory. <laughs> Shoko, if I meet myself in a time fold like a croissant, will I croissant? No, this is a time fold. You know the rules. She does not explain. <laughs> Mother, it is simple quantum mechanics. Wait, if if my slime meets my slime, but also it's different slime, will I? Then it will have already happened. You don't need to worry about but it. But I don't remember this happening, so then it couldn't have happened, because otherwise I would have remembered. So don't worry about it. Look, you're not really here. You're watching a VHS of the past. Oh my god. What if I'm my own mother, and by being here, I created myself? Shoko. Send a birthday cake back with 10 trillion candles. Oh my god, what if I kiss my mom? Uh, this is why Austin doesn't let us time travel. What if my mom tries to take uh, me to prom? This, this is why my first suggestion was just to burgle Ruth's office. Just abuse your powers as the fucking agents of the state, please. Uh, but no, you spend too much time talking about quantum mechanics and the pterodon gets aggravated and starts dive-bombing the party. Uh-oh. <sighs> Slime activates their new battle form that I've been waiting three episodes to start. Okay. <laughs> Out of Slime Moonstar's mouth comes one long spider leg, and then another, and then another, until there's ten spider legs coming out, and then it pulls out a sack, and the sack spider goes onto her back, and it lifts her up like she's the queen of blades, but it's more spider legs. And now, and then, and then, like two lines of like slime mold pulsating like veins. If you ever look up slime mold, you'll know what I'm talking about. They're coming out of her mouth and connecting to her slime spider backpack. So now, slime's like outside of her. So if there's any damage, slime takes it. And also, she gets to have cool spider leg wings. <laughs> uh, Cad jumps and swipes at the big board. Disadvantage because it's flying. I feel like Fuck. there's a universe in which I get to say you can't reach it, but let's get a disadvantage. Uh, no, because cats half ant and hands, ants are really strong, so they can jump really high. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have a source on ants being able to jump really high. <laughs> well, if they can carry ten times their weight and you put your mind to it, you can jump. I got a that's the damage roll. That's that's the damage roll, not the attack roll. Oh shit! Okay, then try again. I got a 12. Uh, 12 is not going to do it. So you sw you swipe with all your strength at the pterodon and it pulls up and it's going to try to bite you. No. Uh, 11. That's, that is my armor class. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Does that mean I get bit? Yep, 11 damage. Oh. So you swing your paw at it. It uh, expertly maneuvers around you with its big... I want to say... I know beak is not the correct term. Please don't be mad at me, paleontologist. You know what a pterodon's <laughs> mouth do. Uh, and it latches onto your wrist and like, you know, nearly rips your paw off before flying away. Uh, oh, jeez. Because you start swinging at it with your other paw, and it doesn't want any of that. So it drops you and flies off again. It's going to come back around, though. What does the party do? We can roll initiative, or we can try to... Uh, I want to cast Earthbind. Oh, fuck. Oh, nice. oh shit. Oh, nice. damn. Oh, beans. Oh, tits. Oh. All right. <laughs> I had to do a... Mm. Uh... Mothers, the past is bullshit. Indeed it is. I'll take you back to civilization. Haha, <laughs> -ha, Earthbind. Suck my dick. I rolled a 21. <gasps> plus three? Why did they get plus three? Dexterity. Whoa. They fly. 
Oh, <laughs> that's all right. such a low modifier. I'm okay, so I, nice I, to you. What is it? You're ungrateful. I still have to put. It still counts as a cast. So wait, wait. We're in the past, and this thing isn't like a weird ghost or magic or anything. Hypnotic pattern. Hey. <laughs> Hold on, let me read a hypnotic pattern to see if I can get out of this. <laughs> uh, that's probably going to work. Um, yes, 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 yes! Uh, botch. Oops. All right, Neelith, you tell me what happens. You win. <laughs> I, not oh. only did I fail, but I botched. Also, it's in the air, so it's oh. all very bad for our friend. Oh, sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm just having to take a second and really soak in the fact that hypnotic pattern <laughs> got to do its thing today. Congrats, I, babe. You nailed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This so is happy this for a you. good day. Well, well I, I think it's not, I think it's now time to retire for the season. Okay, good, good night, everyone. <laughs> exactly. I've, I've achieved all of my goals for the season now. Neelith is done now. She just stays in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I am the master of the past. <laughs> Ne- ne- okay, Neelith is going to hypnotically uh, mesmerize this flying creature by t- um, making float in front of them a bunch of those uh, little things that were crawling over the first Beyblade. The little. From Signatus. The not quite ant things. Yeah, those. And hoping that those will be food for this thing. All right, yeah, so if you, you charm it uh, so it is not uh, attacking you, you can incapacitate it by playing to its hunger, and so it chases compies off uh, in another direction, and you, you let it live another day? Yeah, I believe I believe that is the plan. Okay, I was also thinking because uh, Hypnotic Pattern does incapacitation, you could be like, it forgets how to fly, and it plummets out of the air and breaks its neck. <laughs> I considered that, but that felt unnecessary. I think Austin wants to trick us into killing something so that we do a whole time paradox thing. No, it's explicitly not how this is going to go from the very top. <laughs> I've been saying it very much. You've created a time paradox. Uh-huh. People are saying it more and more. It's an impossible story to tell. No one likes it. It's bad. <laughs> uh, but so with the pterodon taken care of, the party can continue towards the Beyblade. Uh, the salty smell is getting stronger, and now you finally see why, which is you reach uh, the end of the land and find yourself at a cliff, and many, many feet below you is uh, the largest body of water you've ever seen. It goes off in every direction, seemingly forever. Oh. Mothers, I know what we are. We are on Mount Grendel when it was not Mount Grendel, but Island Grendel. Damn, Cat is smarter than everyone else in the party. <laughs> well, I was waiting to I was waiting to roll a history check to kind of see if Ozzy came to realization. Uh-huh. I mean, you can still roll history to get a little bit more, but yeah, that's that that is true. I just personally believe, like, it's it's not it's not just a like I realized this so blah blah blah. I realized this a while back, but I think that Cat has like somewhat of an innate land sense, being an animal. Mm-hmm. Ozzy rolls a twenty-five to help support the theory here. Yeah, so I'll actually give you something uh, that no one has said out loud in addition with the 25, which is that this, the time folding uh, Shoko is employing is only time and not space. Wherever you end up using this, you're not going to go anywhere but Mount Grendel. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you're going to be, no matter how this works out, you're just going to be seeing Mount Grendel throughout the ages. This is as far back as uh, Slime goes. 
as the birthday theory is now canonical. Uh, so once upon <laughs> a time, pre-apocalypse, this was uh, an island in the ocean of the old world, which is, I mean, most of the largest mountains in existence are, are such. Like Hawaii it is that, literally. So, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this, this is how this used to be. This is Kauai, the island. No, not, no, not, no, not canon. I don't Anyways. know if they would. I'm not sure they would appreciate that. <laughs> nope. I, 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 I'm vetoing my own uh, joke suggestion there. Uh, but yeah, so the locate item has found the item. It pings a couple hundred feet in front of you off this cliff into the salty ocean. What do you do? I have an idea of how to get it. Uh, I want to double check how a spell works quickly. Uh, I have an idea as well. If if Nihilus doesn't work out, yeah. If I if if I cast Polymorph, I transform into the form of a thing, and I gain its abilities, such as like you know, breathing underwater. If I pick a creature that can breathe underwater, right? Can Nihilus not breathe underwater? She's a squid. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I assume that's a, not an ability I would get for free. <laughs> you don't know if this type of squid has even been in the water. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm more of a space squid than a, than a water squid, but... Does D&D 5e list plesiosaur for the... Uh, I mean, I was I was looking for, like, is there, a, is there a dinosaur fish I can use? And I feel like giant shark is the closest I can get, because... Do you remember when the Animorphs got stuck in a nuclear explosion under the ocean with dolphins <laughs> and then they got sent back to prehistoric times and they could turn into dinosaurs? That is how nuclear explosions work, so that's yeah, that was good storytelling. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. I can I can become a plesiosaurus. A Wait, that's become... on your list? Plesiosaurus specifically? Yeah, it's a large beast on the 5e monster table. I assume that's for people who want to be like, my character is now Nessie. The monster manual has Allosaurus, Ankylosaurus, Plesiosaurus, tri- oh. Triceratops, Pterodon, and T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Yep. Laura, can you be an Ankylosaurus before we go back? Because I love Ankylosaurus. <laughs> uh, it's the coolest one. It has a built-in weapon. Can, can they swim? <laughs> Not for this, just in general. What Laura can be Ankylosaurus at any time. Fine, I'll burn an additional spell slot to become that later. But <laughs> I, beca- I become a Plesiosaurus and I go, I go looking for this, uh, this Beyblade. Okay, I need something from you here, which is the flavor of your polymorph. You've done this a couple of times, but we've never really discussed. Like, does this fit your chef motif? Do you have like a bunch of chicken nuggets shaped like different animals, and you just pop one? Holy shit. <gasps> Oh, oh my god! That's a G- gino chicken nugget. <laughs> uh, uh, I was saying, I was like, 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 I was saying, like, animal crackers sort of thing. There, like, you know, just like. I, see now, now you've suggested it. I do think it has to be like, like some kind of breadcrumb coated pretend animal shape that you just, you just pop it in one, in one mouthful and go right here we go. Okay, so you just pop a plesiosaur nug, uh, vegan yeah. of course, uh, and just exactly. Swan dive off the cliff, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and they're like halfway down near a plesiosaur. Don't worry, I've got plesiosaur nuggets. <laughs> uh, Neilith, can you give me athletics with your plesiosaur stats to find the Beyblade before the megalodon finds you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> athletics is a, a strength based, isn't it? Uh, yep, 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 yep. 
Um, eight. <laughs> it's not going to do <laughs> it. What am I up against? What is their role? Well, here's what happens. is You see a giant shadow in the distance, uh, which has been alerted to your presence by your, you know, 1,200 pounds hitting the water off a cliff, uh, and it is coming towards you. With your eight, uh, you simply do not get your limbs in order before uh, it starts closing in on you. you just like, oh, fuck, how do I swim? Okay, uh, okay, this is my flipper. Oh, shit. Oh, God, what do I do? Uh, and so it gets close enough that you begin to see its uh, teeth coming towards you, hundreds of rows of just... Oh shit! You know, you know what I should have done. I should have made use of my stealth. I have a stealth stat with Morgan. I was in a megalodon's mouth yesterday. Were you? Oh yeah, you you were at a museum or a fish aquarium. Play. Aquarium. The aquarium. I was trying to fish that. museum. You know. I was at a fish museum. That's right. <laughs> aquarium. Yeah. So oh. you know. Yeah, its mouth is coming for you. I mean, you can maybe roll stealth to hide. Uh, here, there's a lot of stuff in the ocean. Six. That's even worse. Oh, even. No. All right. You you see a piece of uh, plankton in your no. You fuck plankton's microscopic. <laughs> God damn it. Seaweed. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> Have I? Has Has Neela forgotten her own size? And she's like, Yeah, that's big enough to hide behind. Oh no, I'm big right now. A- absolutely. It's the classic. You try to hide behind a, a single leaf, and your entire booty butt is sticking out. Sergeant, I'm trying to. <laughs> But I'm dummy thick. I'm dumb. I keep clapping, and I'm alerting the megalodon. <laughs> All right, so Sketch I need to do the bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you have two failures on the board. One more, and the megalodon's gonna rip you in half. Uh, no save. It is simply in another class. It is Tarask level big. Okay, so I ca- I can't just like do a big fight with it and oops, there we go. Uh No, it, it, in Call of Cthulhu, Cthulhu's stats don't say how much damage it does. It simply says roll to see how many people die per turn. I really hope this isn't how my character dies. They just become a they become a fucking messy and oh, 3 Jesus. seconds later are dead. <laughs> Well, let's let's see. What what are you gonna roll? What are you gonna do? How do you get out of this? Can I try using dexterity to try and like kick up a bunch of like uh, sand or something to create a? Oh, you can't see where I've gone. Deception. Neelith, use smokescreen. Uh, what would I roll for? Oh, deception's gonna be charisma, isn't it? Uh, allow me to offer then. Um, acrobatics. To evade the the mouth as it tries to uh, bite at you. I I can I can roll with un, that. Un, underwater underwater gymnastics. Come on. Okay, let's see how that does. Uh, come on, please. <laughs> what? That's a six. I've got an eight, a six, and a six as my last three rolls. Oh, that's brutal. Oh. All right. So you fail, oh, no. you fail, you fail. Uh, so when the Megalodon finally gets to you with its mouth, just the uh, like a gaping wound in reality, its teeth, uh, just death incarnate coming around. You try to do some cool pirouettes and flips and tricks to get around its teeth, and it simply bites you and clean in half. And there is a just enormous cloud of blood from up on the cliff. Everyone else just sees the water turn red. Must be extremely traumatizing for you. But luckily, the way the spell works is that uh, as the megalodon eats your remains, you, Neelith, the squidling, uh, are ejected 
into the cloud of blood, and you uh, are now underwater. What do you do? So I guess we live in the past now. Ozzy <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, just sort of blinks a few times and, and thinks, uh, I hope that's not Neelis's blood. Mari, you said you had a backup. Uh, does Slime have a way in? I was thinking about it, but then I remembered that Sun Moon Stars is alive. So it's a little more difficult. Damn broads, always holding you back. I know, right? <laughs> like, I should have never broodmothered with her. Why are you well, saying that? Well, broodmothers, no problems. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry, my love. I didn't mean to ex- call you a hindrance. Together, we're stronger. Ozzy, you should, um, moonbeam. I'll see if this can help, but I worry without seeing where it is. If Neelith is in trouble, I might end up hitting them, but I can see if I can distract whatever else is down there. And Aze will conjure up the uh, lunar interjection to uh, try to shoot through like the, the blood mark in the water, try to get, well, the megalodon or whatever is there to possibly get it to move out 17 uh it matches so it does save so it takes half radiant damage there so it takes uh five radiant damage but it but it does get like this radiant singe on its body that sort of just sustains yeah so you do an orbital strike on the you know sin from final fantasy 10 and it, it seems uh, like it notices. I'm not going to say you bothered it or you definitely didn't hurt it, but it did notice. Yep. You tapped it on the shoulder. <laughs> hey, bud. If sharks had shoulders. I would like to CC it away from Neelith at the very least. Um, Carbon copy? What? No, said... uh, crowd control it. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what kind of nerd you were. I was going to say close. I was, was going to say like close combat. <laughs> No, crowd control, sorry. Um, that's why I was asking about the range, because my range for cause fear is 60 feet. Interesting. All right. So cause fear, want to read that to the audience? Cause fear, you awaken the sense of mortality in one creature you can see within range. And so my little backstory for this is that a long time ago, Slime came across a monk who had reached enlightenment, but the enlightenment was something that they didn't want to know, and they died from the terror of it. And then Slime ate their brain, but they don't really have a concept of why it's so scary. It's only scary to certain types of people. And... um but they know that it causes them unbearable amounts of fear and then they forget because the trauma is too much. So this monk was like, wow, this is a kind, caring universe that loves me. And then they met Slime and they were like, ah! No, 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 no. <laughs> they, uh, they achieved enlightenment, but the enlightenment uh-huh. was so horribly, because the truth about enlightenment was so horrible that they died from shock. That's what I'm and saying. Meeting, meeting, sli- meeting Slime was the enlightenment because they realized that the world no. is an uncaring <laughs> machine. No, Slime found them after they died from the horror oh, of okay. reaching enlightenment. I got you. I, I, I think it's better when Slime is the cause. I prefer I prefer. No, Slime's slime not the, the cause. cause. Slime simply found <laughs> it. Embrace it. Embrace I have it. A can- okay, fine. I'll tell you what I think it is inside my brain because it's worse than Slime. Oh, no. 
I no. rolled a two to resist cause fear. So that's a huge failure. Paint me the picture of slime saving Neela from the Megalodon as it uh, is uh, uh, afraid. Let me see. Okay, uh, so slime raises up one of their horrifying spider legs and out of the tip shoots a dart with a little bit of information in it. And it hits the megalodon in the head and it injects the horrifying nature that is true about souls and life and in those moments it realizes that nothing has ever mattered and everything is beyond their control and they just lose it and then after a while after a certain amount of time they forget what they learned because it was too much to know Oh, my God. So you give this animal an existential crisis. It's like, I'm going to be extinct soon. None of this matters. The people will understand. Oh, they will never read the poetry I wrote. It's so beautiful. They swim away. <laughs> well, it's worse than that, but I can't tell you because it's too scary. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. Neelith, you're uh, floating in this cloud of blood. Uh, you've just experienced uh, the quite visceral reality of having your body bisected by someone's teeth so i'm sure that's shocking but then you see suddenly yeah uh, the megalodon turn quite swiftly and swim away as if realizing something terrible and true so i'm i'm having a bit of a moment here literally every spell i have has verbal components which i can't use underwater oof um how close am i either to the beyblade or to the surface because i'm gonna have to make a decision whether i go down or up <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd say uh, with you swam somewhat down just from the swan diving as a plesiosaur. I'd say you look down and you could see it wedged in between some rocks in the ground. So you, you could probably grab it. Okay, so I uh, educated guess I can probably grab it and get to the surface and not have died by then. There's a roll involved, I'll say that. But uh, uh, Yeah, Neelith's going to go for it. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, that's athletics to pick up the Beyblade, which remember actually starts small, and then when it, some, you put something on it, it expands. So it's not super yeah. heavy. It's just can you swim fast enough? So let's get athletics in there. Uh, looking, I rolled another right. That's oh my god! All, all eights and sixes since I got in the water. Yeah, just wow. a brutal series of rolls. I need a ten, or a Neolith is gonna uh, not, is not gonna make it. Well, um. Can you, well, no, the problem is that Neelis uh, is outside of 30 feet of me, so unless you allow me to do the benefit thing beyond range. Uh, I cast Spider's Climb on Aze so he can go down the cliff and be within range. I mean, if you just Spider Climb down, you can just literally just grab Neelith. It's not a. Okay, then I Spider Climb. I cast Spider Climb. Uh huh. <laughs> and, and I go get Neelith. <laughs> I go get Neelith. <laughs> Okay, so let's back up a second. There's a lot of yelling. <laughs> There's a lot of franticness to spell it out. Neelith, you grab the Beyblade. You start swimming up as hard as you can, and you see the surface, and you see the light, and you're so close, and then the darkness begins to creep in, and you hold the Beyblade tight as you start slipping away, and you, the rest of you see this big cloud of blood. You Then you see Neelith bob up, like face down in the water. Slime, what do you do? I cast Spider Climb. And so, appropriately, just for this one time, uh, I literally have spider legs. And I climb down the side of the cliff with Sun, Moon, Stars just hanging out. And we go get Neelith. And we pluck them out of the water and climb back up. All right. Role play that for me. Uh, how, does that, how does that all shake out? <laughs> well, uh, we climb down the side of the cliff and we get close. And Sun, Moon, Stars uses their legs to grab half of Neelith 
are they half still half right now or are they a whole person no 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 they're, they're back to normal body they're back to normal body at this point okay i didn't know if when they turned back that still would be ripped in half thankfully not all right so sun moon Sards grabs them with their legs because the spider legs are holding onto the wall and then we, we grab them and pull neelith back up uh once neelith is conscious again eventually um She's got to be a bit shaken. She's just experienced being bitten in half and losing consciousness underwater. Both kind of dramatic events. Um, I'm, 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 am I? Am I okay? Uh, you tell us, Neelith. Yeah, you're at least conscious. You're alive. Yeah. Um, Neelith is just looking, looking down at herself. Making sure she's in one piece. Um, Do you think the presence of your blood in that water is going to cause a horrifying butterfly effect for so when we go back to the future? That's not how it works! It's Shoko again, not how it works. Oh, time croissant. I, I, sorry, I'm still stuck on being bitten in half. I don't recommend it. I, I, Ozzy will say just take however much time you need to recover, Neelith. We'll need to, we'll need everyone to focus on a singular on a singular goal by the time we activate this again so we can reach there cleanly the biting in half was just neurochemicals it is okay mm-hmm. my my intelligence was i i've not i've not been the plesiosaur well before my intelligence not where it usually is i made some some not good choices <laughs> i always forget that i become as, as uh, i become like a little bag of rocks when i'm when when i'm an animal <laughs> Cat, sometimes sentient beings like to touch furry things. Maybe that would make Neelith feel better. Oh, good idea. Neelith, oh, would you like to touch Aze? I just need a minute. And Neelith is just taking a second to appreciate that she's breathing. Breathing's great. You don't think about how great breathing is until you can do it again, and then you're like, oh, heck, breathing's the fucking best. Wow, let's bond over breathing. We all breathe. Uh, Aze is just still saying, knelt by Neelith and just sort of trying to physically comfort her as much as possible before just remarking, it's like, so are we in agreement about what we are looking to find next when we activate this uh maybe maybe you you also could give us a better idea of what specifically to focus on i i know vaguely we're trying to get to laszlo and voya but you probably have a clearer vision of what that means and what we should picture you know if i'm messing it up and taking us back to dinosaurs every time i can just wait here for a few hundred thousand years you take sun, moon, stars, and I'll meet you in the future. No, you can't. It's me, Shoko, again. It's That's... not how it works. Stop it. Oh. No. We're, 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 we, are still, we are still in Grendel. We are just temporarily in a pocket that is in the past, and we can't change the past anyway, so we can't stay here. Austin, why did you let us time heist? I said ransack the office. <laughs> This isn't a time pace, this is a time pocket universe. 
You volunteered, Time Heist. We didn't seek it. You volunteered it as an I will. I did not seek this out at all. But anyways, um, Ozzy uh, takes a moment and just has a very distinct memory um, that he can convey to others um, that might paint a, a very distinct picture of where we can go in time. Um, but like, so I'm trying to do the best way to kind of like play this out in terms of explaining what it is to everyone else, but it's just kind of drawing a little bit of a blank at the moment. Back um, in the governor's office, Philippa's sitting there and she gets a weird feeling and she says, water walk isn't a stupid spell, but it'd be really useful in a lot of situations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too too bad. I, too bad I don't have water walk in my uh, spell list for it's today. Not a, but it's oops. not. A, it's not a weird feeling. It's her feeling insecure. <laughs> she, <laughs> she she's like <laughs> she's she's just thinking about what spells she's learned recently, and she's just like, I'm never gonna use this. <laughs> this is a fucking. This, this is a spell. Is stupid. I, I, so but... she says out loud to herself, like, it's not a stupid spell. It's it's good. <laughs> I'd use it for loads of things. <laughs> As soon as the ice thaws, I I will use it all the time. <laughs> you'll you'll rue the day, Lake. You'll rue the day. I shall conquer you. <laughs> is stepping on a frozen lake using is that using water warp? <laughs> <laughs> I think you could use it to not slip over on a frozen lake. Like the reason ice is slippery is because it's wet. So, like again, I'm trying to figure out. Ozzy wants to describe a point in his youth where he would have been around Voya and Laszlo, like, and and basically have everyone focus on that time in his youth as the hinging point. Then we should imagine young Ozzy, right? Yes, basically. I think that's basically what Ozzy sort of conveys, like. <sighs> If you're interested in finding out more about Laszlo via Voya, you it's not it's not a secret that you know the house that I live in currently is where Voya lived and where I lived with Voya for well, the twenty ish years before Voya went missing. So if you need someone to think about to bring us closer to those those sort of incidents, you can focus on my youth as an easy point i i feel like the the solution is simply just um Aze describes a childhood moment where where laszlo and, and voya were we all picture it so the party's discussing uh this memory as you uh trudge back to what mm -hmm. the ground where that one day the dump will be and you put the beyblades back in their positions which are marked conveniently on the ground by the the lightning burns uh and so you have them in this triangle formation and then you get in the center again and shoko says all right think about where you want to go and the lightning starts flickering around you again yeah the the story that Aze describes is just about a moment when voya and laszlo were having a discussion slash argument Shoko, nothing we do can affect the future, right? Mm, yeah. Because of the time calzone. Yeah. Okay. 
the way you said that makes me worry a little bit. They are, I mean, they are still things with feelings and thoughts, and they're, you know. You, you, you can't fuck up a time lasagna. Hey, Laszlo. <laughs> you still have to live with everything you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, no, I, in, emotionally in my neurochemicals? Exactly, yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, Laszlo. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Fuck yes. Okay. So Ozzy's like, let's go back and see Foya and Laszlo. And then you see them. And I, I, we need to have more description of them because they haven't appeared on screen yet. But then Cat just marches right up to this little goblin. <laughs> All right. So, like, uh, in the distance, uh, you could see a pair of short figures, um, you know, basically about as tall as like what a genius of Grendel would have been. One of them looks familiar, if only because the clothes they're wearing and the trappings that they have on are very similar to like what Aze wears. Um, Voya is a goblin. I would say at this point she appears, I don't know, middle-aged at this point um, for a goblin. Uh, for the, like, the uh, Neelith in particular could probably see why... Uh, Avoya uh, was sort of uh, someone who was a uh, a draw for Grendel as uh, she has she looks particularly fetching as a goblin and all that. The um, <clears throat> uh, she's wearing like the the robes, the trappings. She's dressed up as the mystic of Grendel um, with other tra- with other little things like you know earrings and the like adorning her ears uh, and. I assume in this moment that she's appearing at least somewhat sternly towards the, what is it, the Nilbog that is Laszlo? Yeah, I'm putting a Nilbog in the roll 20 right now. They're goblins. I mean, I don't know if I have to spell this out for you folks, but Nilbog is goblin backwards. Holy shit. Oh, mind blown. As the film Troll 2 taught us all. Uh, he just looks like a goblin to your eyes. Like he's a, a greenish, brownish skinned, uh, short, long eared humanoid. Uh, but they do dress more flamboyantly. Uh, this is a, a more of a cultural institution than anything physiological, uh, or at least immediately apparent. Uh, I, so he... I feel like Nilbog is the equivalent of like, I'm not like other goblins. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly that. Um, so yeah, he's wearing like a big pink uh, hat. <laughs> it's like all very flamboyant pink and purple clothes, and he's just uh, saying, "And you know, what what are, what is the argument about?" As Cat approaches, I assume that among the argument, uh, one of the points of the argument is probably Laszlo complaining about Voya allowing Aze to live in her house like he has been for a while just like you know why isn't he li- living somewhere else you know why like why getting a taste of why Aze is so fucking sad yeah I mean honestly that's exactly where my mind was going I didn't want to make that decision for your character to have the no, bad no, stepdad no. yeah <laughs> but, but to- no 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 uh, yeah definitely he's like why is it's my house too why what are you doing but yeah, it's, it's it's definitely like he can find somewhere else. You don't know this kid. He just came off the street and is like, "Teach me your job." Like, what are you doing? Hey, Laszlo. Hello. Oh, it's a talking cat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, I um, how to um, uh, uh, cat um, the <laughs> so there's a plus five on the dream team's deception 
on the oh, sorry, there's a plus five to deception on the Dream Team's character sheet, and that is all Nobi. So Cat goes, I am from the future, and this is a simulation, and you are not real, and I need to know about the conspiracy. The cat's insane! <laughs> You're not really telling on anyone because you're not actually doing it because you're a simulation, so you have no allegiance to anyone. Exactly. There will be no consequences because you will not exist in ten minutes. Yes. Your life is a lie. Laszlo the Nilbog reaches into his pocket and pulls out a wand and baps you on the snout with it and says, Presto Changeo! You're no longer insane! <laughs> <laughs> Mothers, he is trying to do conversion therapy on me. Oh, Kill no. him! Kill him now! <laughs> hey, Laszlo, uh, quick question. What do you think about the system of governance here and how people have decided to be in power? <laughs> um... This is a great question. I, I should say that because you all marched directly here from the dump, uh, you didn't uh, really take stock of the uh, the Beyblade situation. And so I want to say in the background of this scene, you see one spinning through the village. <laughs> What's on it? Off into the distance. Uh, I think probably, uh, probably Shoko from the past. No shit. <laughs> Uh, okay, Neelith is leaving the party to go get, go get that. Oh, back. I was going to do it. Do you want to stay in the conversation? I'm happy to go and run and get the thing. Sure. Okay, excuse me, fake Laszlo, fake Choco is mm, taking our Beyblade. Stay there and uh, realize that you are fake. And Cat runs away. Uh, so yeah, so Cat, you go after the Beyblade that Shoko is taking, I think. Meanwhile, in the other direction, you see Farmer Applewhite carrying a Beyblade. Just like, oh, piss. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is quite a thing. Look at this, everybody. And just like walking away with it. Everyone in the, <laughs> everyone in the village has come out to steal your Beyblades. Oh, no. <laughs> All our neighbors suck. <laughs> Aze is staying long away from this, from the Laszlo and Voya here. And I was probably going to be heading over to deal with Applewhite while Neelith interacts with Laszlo slash Voya. I would, I would like to roll history to find any drama that would make them feel compelled to tell me what I want to hear. No. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <sighs> yes. Okay. This is the history Holy arc. shit. 25. Oh, crap. So, oh, my Lord. So because Slime has been eating all of the dead bodies... Anne has been telling Sun Moon stars all of the drama. They together know which one, which parts, because Slime has no concept of it, but Slime, but Sun Moon stars does. Now we know. I rolled a twenty-five. I know drama that will make them tell me what I want to know. Yeah. So with the twenty-five, I'll say, why, Slime, you can just say like, "Hey, why are you two rigging the sortition?" Oh God. Yeah, why are you doing that? Yes, the sortition. Now tell us the information we want to know. From the dis from in the distance. Yeah, why are you doing that? And I also know what you did with that person the other night. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh Laszlo casts fireball on you. <gasps> but I pass passed, oh I God. think. <laughs> we don't understand how time works. Can they cast fireball on us? Oh yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, they bit me in half. They can do that. All right, how much damage did I take? Oh, God, we have to fight the whole village. 
<laughs> oops, we killed. Oops, we killed a chicken. Now we gotta find the village. <laughs> oh no! I was following the pack, all swallowed in the coats, with scars of red tied round their throats to keep their little heads from falling in the snow. And I turned round, and there you go. And Michael, you would fall and turn the white snow red and strawberries in the summertime.